0: So you had a question about what are those nuns, those uh, crooked nuns, right? Now where did you, where did you see those nuns that were uh, crooked? Yeah. Now that actually that's like backwards nuns. They actually appear that way in the Torah. in in the Torah itself, you have these these marks over here. Now, what these marks are really, they're like placeholders. Uh, You know, in the Torah, there are very, very few uh, outside of the just the letters, the spaces, then there's crowns on top of some of the letters. Uh, Outside of that, there are very little or almost no uh, other things written over there. So this is actually a exception uh, to the usual to have markers within the Torah. Uh, this is totally out of character in the Torah. We don't have any of these kinds of, uh, of, of characters or things uh, put in the middle. But... Uh, the Talmud discusses this, and also Rashi on the Chumash also discusses this. There are actually uh, two opinions, as in everything else, brought down in the Talmud. Uh, these uh, placeholders are almost uh, holders, as if to hold on to those to the peace that comes in between the first nun and the other nun, there's two of them, and there's a psukim, there's like uh, a few psukim that are in between. Those handles, according to one opinion, is meant sort of to pick them up from where they are, and place them elsewhere. Uh, That is to say, that that is actually not the place where they belong that this, these placeholders uh, do not, this psukim, these verses over there, do not belong in that place. Uh, Rashi explains that the Jewish people over here were complaining and uh, continuously sort of misbehaving. And God sort of wanted to put a section in between the complaining so they don't look so bad. So he placed these verses which really belong in the other Chumash, which belong in the previous Parsha, and eventually they will be placed in the other Parsha. So they are uh, signaled by having these two handles there, as if to say that they don't belong there. That's one opinion, then there's another opinion. Uh, maybe we can explore that further after after we're done. But that's the opinion that Rashi brings down in the Chumash. Um, yes, so in verse Lamed He, that's in chapter Yud. So read the verse. It says, this is the verse we actually do when we take out the uh, Torah every time, when we take out the Torah. V'hi bin ha'aron Vayomer Moshe Hashem the first upside nun is before verse Lamed hay. of course in the Torah there is no numbered verses so before the worst verse V'hi that's the first uh, reversed nun okay? now, now when you go down after the uh, verse Lamed Vav there is another verse going down if you go after the blue, that's Rashi's commentary. Verse Lamad Vav is Uvenucho Yomar Shuvashem Hashem Rivavot Alfei Yisrael. You see? After that verse comes that second reverse Nun. That second backwards Nun. These two verses are in between those two Nuns. Right? Now I want to draw your attention again to uh, the verse in the beginning of the Rashi in Rashi Lamed He. you see right in the beginning in the blue where it starts it says Lamed hay Vahibin Soharon. you see so look I'm going to read you the Rashi this doesn't have vowels but I'll read it to you Asoloi Simonyos he made for it for these verses yos, meaning those are signs for this for love for this portion for Vahib and so and the next verse he made Simonios. Simonios that's what he's calling those reversed nuns. he calls them simonios they are signs they are place uh, they are just putting in there so before before the verse Vahi Um and after and Rashi says Lomar to tell you, Ze Mikomo. This is not the place. These two verses of Ahibin Soa and the next verse are not the right place. It doesn't belong here. That's why you have those two signs to as if to tell you that you need to take him out by that and put him elsewhere. Lomar This is not the real place where it belongs. And Velomo Nichtav Khan. So the question is, why was it written over here? And that is, Rashi says, This is to make an interruption between punishment and punishment, etc. There is a punishment that precedes the verse Lamed hey. There is a punishment that follows verse Lamed Vav. If he would not put in this... Verses there would be one punishment. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello. Well, I. I what he want, what he wants to know? Why was it written here? So he says, in order to in, interrupt between punishment and punishment, because before verse lamed hey there is a punishment, after verse lamed vav there is a punishment, and. To have one punishment following the other punishment would be very severe. So he's using these two verses that don't belong here and he puts them in by Hebin Sawah Haron to separate in between what takes place before and what takes place afterwards. And he quotes, like we find. In the Talmud, in the chapter, which is called, Kol Kisve HaKodesh, which is in Tractate Shabbos on page Te Zayin, Amar Aleph, on one sixteen side A. So, basically, what Rashi is telling you over here is that uh, this section, these two verses, don't belong here, and that's why they have signs in the front and the end. Now, you may want to know what is the punishment that talks about before and what is the punishment that talks about later. So I want to take you to the Talmud Shabbos in just a minute, but I want to show you something so you appreciate the idea. You ask a question, you have it all on my website over here on the Torah recording. Isn't it amazing that you have the verse and the Rashi very clearly in the text. You see what I'm showing you? Now I'm going to take you also to the Talmud of Shabbos and Ahmad Aleph to elaborate further. What does Rashi exactly mean? You don't see it over here. How is one to look up the source? Now the long way to look up the source was to pull out a book of Talmud or to go find somewhere a book of Talmud. Let me show you the easiest way to do it, okay? Let's translate the words, Vayihi B'Nessoa And it was when the Aaron journeyed, this is talking about when the people were traveling in the desert. So when the Aaron when the was journeying, Vayomer Moshe, what does that mean Vayomer Moshe? And Moshe said, Kuma Hashem, Gerap Hashem, V'Yofutsu O'Yivecho, May your enemies be scattered. V'yonusu And may those who hate you run mipanecha from before you. So we're not actually learning so much the verse now as we're learning what Rashi says. So repeat the Rashi. What does Rashi say? We're on page 115B and in the source of the Talmud, okay? Now, so he says like this. Look again. And I want you to look again in the way the Gemara is quoted now. Tanura banan That stands for, our rabbis taught us. Okay? And this is the opening of the B'rita. In the Talmud, an opening of a B'rita is preceded with the words tanura banan our sages taught. And they're quoting first, this is from the verse of Bamidbar Yud, Pasuk Lamed Hay. Now in the Pasuk, it says, Vayihi bin Soa Ha'aron Va'yomer Moshe, when the journey, when the Aaron journeyed, Moshe said, "Now the Talmud says, Parsha Zu, this section, Asa Lo Hakadosh Baruch Hashem made for it Simaniot Milmaila umilmata. He made signs on the top. That means in the beginning of this parsha." Ulamata, and on the bottom, that means at the end of this parsha. What are these signs supposed to mean? Lomar, to tell you. In the Torah, again, you have a space. After the word Yisrael, in verse Lamed Vav, in Perik The verse Lamed Vav, after the last word, Yisrael, the next word that follows in the Torah scroll is the verse 1, is the Pasuk Vayihi. That follows. However, there is a space in between the last word Yisrael from verse Lamed Vav and the first word in verse Aleph in word vahi There is a space. There is two types of spaces. One is called a samach space or a stuma, and the other one is called a pay space, which is a psucha. I will go into it in another time. In the Torah, to see exactly what is a psucha space and what is a stuma space, but the fact that there is a space in between the word Yisrael and the word Vayi that there is a space that makes it a separate parsha. That means that the verse Lamed Vav is the end of a parsha. Now, verse Lamed Hey on the top follows another space from the verse Lamedalid that preceded it. the word in the last word in verse Lamedalad, between that last word again, there's no pasach, there's no numbers in the Torah. one word follows the other. All what we have is a certain space. After the word va before the word Vayihi, which is the first word in Lamed hey, There is a space before it between that and the previous word. That's why verse Lamed he and verse Lamed Vav are called a Parsha. They are, a Parsha basically means a section. Because when you see in the Torah, you can see that this is a separate section. You follow? What I'm saying? Now, if you go now, go back to the Gemara. And look in the Gemara. Go to the other tab. You go to the other tab. Look in the Gemara. Now it says Parshazu. What does the Gemara mean when it says Parshazu? This section. What are we talking about? What is this section that we're talking about? Lamed hey and lamed vav. These two verses, if we want to refer to them, lamed hey lamed vav is one parsha. What makes it a parsha? I explained to you because in the Torah this would be separated from the others, right? Asolah Hakadosh Baruch Hu read it. Yeah, Asolah Hakadosh Baruch means Hashem. Hashem made for them signs. Lamata. <speaking in Hebrew> what does it mean? On the top and the bottom. What does that mean? What does that mean from the beginning of the Parsha and at the end of the Parsha? Lomar to tell us. So, Hashem placed those special reversed nuns in the beginning of the Parsha and at the end of the Parsha. No other Parsha in the Torah, whenever there's spaces, there are no reversed nuns in there. Why did Hashem put it in? Lomar to tell you that we're going from page to page. I, I need you to follow the sentence goes from the Page B over to page A. That's the way it's made over here. So I'm going to ask you for one second to go back to the previous page, to the bottom. Now you're going to have to scroll all the way down to the bottom. Now, Lomar, you have to read the word, the last word on the page. Lomar to tell you. Now you got to go right away to the next page. Lomar to tell you. Mekoma, this is not the place. This is to tell you that this is not the place of the Parsha. Now again, he doesn't tell you why. He just tells you that that's not the place. Now, we're going to have another opinion. The next, the reish stands for Rebbe Omer. Rebbe says, Lo min Hashem huzeh." That is not the correct Reason, he says, Lo min Hashem Huzeh. That is not the correct reason. That is not the reason why there is a nun, Ella. But rather, what is the reason? You have the place, Mipnei Shasefer choshuv Hu Bifnei Atzmai. It is because this is considered an important book all by itself that this verse of by Hib and Soa, together with the next verse, are so important, like the Torah is telling you that this is like a book in of itself. How many books do you know that we have of the Torah? How many books are there in the Torah? Now, can you tell me five is the correct answer? But tell me what makes a book in the Torah? How is a book defined? In the Torah, remember we were talking about that there are lines after line. How do Shemot, and by Yikra, and by Midbar and Devarim, right? Now what makes them, each one into its own Parshia? What makes each one its own Chumash? By the way, what is the meaning of the word Chumash? Do you know? A fifth, a Chumash, a fifth. So, when we talk about a chumash, we're talking about one fifth because either we're talking about Breshit or we're talking about Shemot or Vayikra or Bamidbar or Devarim. Each one is one fifth. That's why we call it a chumash. It's a fifth. But who is the one who divided the Torah into five parts? Who's the one that did that? Well, in the Torah itself, you will see that in between one Chumash and the other, there is four lines of spaces. The line, the empty spaces and the four lines of spaces that are in between one Chumash and the other Chumash, that tells us that there is a actual uh, uh, Chumash over here, that it's a fifth. So after the book of Breshit is finished in the Torah, you will see the Torah makes four lines of a gap, and then it starts the book of Shemot. After the book of Shemot is finished, there's four lines gap, and then starts the book of Ayikra. After the book of Ayikra is finished, there's another four gaps, and then the book of Bamidbar begins. And same thing after Bamidbar, there's four lines space, and then the verb. That's how we know there's the fifth Chumash, right? Now this Rebbe comes and he says that I want you to know there's not only five books. There's actually seven books, why? because the, yeah, wait a minute oh yeah, I know, don't jump, I'll tell you right now why? because he says that the book of Bamidbar the book that we're reading now is actually divided into three parts one part is up till Bahibin Soa up till this verse and he's saying that placement of that reversed Nun, that sign in the Torah is telling you that that's the end of a book and a new book is starting. And at the end, there's another Nun that means that that book is ending and there's another book starting. So basically, we took the book of Bamidbar and we broke it up into three different parts. Now, it's not totally different because we didn't use the regular methods of putting four spaces in between the section of Ahib bin Soa and as well as after the second verse to the next part, so it's not mamish. it's not exactly a separate Chumash, there's only five books still, but within this book there is also this separation, and that is the reason why Rebbe says that we have these signs over there, to tell us that in essence these two verses are so important that they almost deserve to be a book by themselves. They're not really a book by themselves, but they sort of kind of deserve the book by itself. So I want you to read now inside again the statement. Rebbe Omer, lo min Hashem Huze. Rebbe says, this is not the reason like you said before, the earlier uh, opinion was that it is because it doesn't belong here. That's not the reason, he says. Ella, the reason is, Nipne she's sefer hu atzmo, because uh, it is an important book all by itself. You follow what I'm saying? Yes. Let me just tell you what the end of.